one of the things I like about saying it is what it is, it's just like relinquishing uh, the sense, not the sense, the illusion of control you think you have over the world around you. The only thing you really control is yourself. It is impossible to anticipate where the two monsters which suddenly appeared in the atomic area will attack next. If your power goes out, remain calm. We gone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 48 of the First Sip Podcast. Today we have with us Jared Smith. So Jared is a friend of Dikembe's and going to be a friend of mine. He is a fellow podcaster. He's the host of the It Is What It Is podcast, mm-hmm. and he is also in the real estate uh, scene here in Philadelphia. So we're going to touch on some things real estate, a lot of things podcasting, and Jared is also a fellow DC Marvel nerd like me and Dikembe. Yes, he is. So we're going to run through a couple scenarios and a couple things that Jared talked about before we got on the mic that perturbed me a little bit. So <laughs> I'm excited to dive in. Me too. I, I, I could t- I could tell on your face you didn't get over that well. Like nah, you, I'm mad about what he if said. If there's one thing I know about Albert is that sense. he holds grudges. Okay? It's okay. Dikembe knows I I love. Um, but I don't want to call it debating. Um, no, that's what you do. Love. You, I love how you said that because that's exactly how I say it. Really? Okay. Because I was going to say. I um, love to act like I don't like to debate. Intellectual combat. Now, I want to call it that. Yeah. Nice. Intellectual you combat. Start saying that, start saying, yeah. But you don't say you don't like to debate. You like to argue. I, I don't like to argue. I like yes, to you debate. Do. You I like do. to argue. I like you, text, to, you text our friend group chat often and say, who wants to argue? I love the energy. I can't. I love the energy. You right, literally I say love that. the energy. Like, that's, that, that it's like sparring partners. Second yeah, text in the morning. Like sparring partners. Good morning, everyone. But what do I say first? Who wants to argue? What do I say first? Good morning, my brothers. Thank you. And then who wants to argue? Because we got to get the energy yeah. right. You know. You know what I think about when you said that. You ever watch those kung fu movies and they're like practicing with exactly. the with the thingy with the, the the stick sticking out? That's what I think of when I'm debating people. That's it. It's, it's keeping the mind sharp. You see, Albert. That's what we do. We like keep the, the big wood sharp. post with the yeah, different things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think it's called Wind Chung. I think that's what's called. I, I think that's what's up. called too. I remember I seen it in one of the Ip Man movies, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" Arrow does oh, it all you, the time. You watch those? I watched Ip Man two years ago. Man, those are good movies. But I heard he's gonna be in John Wick four though. The guy played no yeah, way. The guy that played John, the guy that played Ip Man is gonna be in John yeah. Wick four. Yep, Wing Chung. It's okay. okay. There you go. Have you ever seen these movies? It's a version of Kung Fu. You could order the uh, adjustable height thing <laughs> on Amazon. Get one in his basement. <laughs> I might one get one now. Next time I come over, he's gonna have you one. You can get one of those wood. Bro, imagine walking into someone's house and they have like one of those big trees that have the different sticks on them, and they're just sitting there like. He's gonna. Get I'm not of, messing with you. I'm not messing with you. Yeah, I'm not messing That's with what I'm you. Saying. That's way more intimidating than someone having a heavy bag. One, I think so too. Absolutely, because so you are on a next level of different, of crazy. Damn. Yeah. Man, what a way to start. It is. That brings me this funny story. Um, this is why I don't argue with people about parking spots anymore. So this was like years ago. I think it was what mall? I think it was in the Chamonix Mall. This was like four years ago. I was arguing with like. Oh, that's the, a different mall. Oh God. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, so, um, sorry I took a little off, but when you said <laughs> no, and more intimidating than you know heavy bag. So I was arguing with this guy who took my spot. So I look in his back seat. There's no gun. There's, there's like no gun involved. Mm-hmm. I saw a pair of nunchucks. Oh yeah, no way. I Turn said, around. I said, bro, you got it, man. I was like, you got it. <laughs> like I said, you got it. What, what, imagine he pulled him out from the. Bro, I would have. I probably would have pissed myself. You like, see it was, why you have to be good at running? Well, well, yeah, that's true. This is because you're you, a survivor. I'm a yeah, survivor. Like that's I saw, it. I saw the stick in the chain. I was like, 
I was like, you know what, man? I was like, have a great day. Because some people are ready to risk it all. You're not getting caught, statistically. That's, yeah. I've always said that to yeah. people. Statistically, I'm, you're going to be faster than the person. I'm <laughs> yeah, faster than yeah, eight, yeah. eight out of ten people I come into contact with. Probably nine, so that's I didn't want to brag. Right. But I'm saying, listen, right, if, I'm not. One, if one other person catches me, that it's meant to be that day. Yeah. Right. And then we can turn it on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. until then, if I... Jared, I oh saw no. the I saw the nunchucks and I was just like and I just thought about it like I would have turned on Poconos deep I would have hey how are you <laughs> good, no. to see, good to, go ahead let me let me make sure you're good in it the was spot. even you good it was something like that I said like as soon as I saw it, I said you know what I was like you got it bro That's and it. I think he was just so like thrown off by like the de escalation of it that he just let he just he let me go it wasn't mm. that like I walked away he let me go but I saw a pair now. I don't know if he could use them or not, but the fact that you're walking around in public, well, not walk, but you have it in your car for people to see a pair of nunchucks. I was like, you got it, bro. Yeah, you see, it. that's that's perfect. It's not even worth figuring out if he, nope. if he knows sometimes what he's doing. Sometimes you just got to leave it at that. It is what it is. It is yeah. what it. What you got nunchucks you what, for? You see what I did there? Yeah, I, yeah. I see what you did. You I, 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 I like the segue. I like yeah. the segue. And that's the title of your podcast. Yeah, so it is. How's that been going, man? Yeah, it's been going. Honestly, I want to say it's been going great. Um. One of my favorite things about the podcast is just shows me that everything that you embark on is a journey. So, um, and it also showed me that perfection is extremely overrated. Mm. So, um, I think I'm on episode, honestly, I think I'm like on episode like 28 right mm-hmm. now. Um, and it'll be a year in January. So the podcast is going great. I would like to be a little bit more consistent, but, um, one thing I do appreciate what you guys have is you guys have a team. You know what I mean? So it's just right now, it's just me. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to editing, marketing, and all that stuff, like, it's just me. So, but like I said, it's it's really um, a lot of fun, really humbling. You know, mm-hmm. I learned something from all of my guests on the show. There's not one person that's been on the show, and I didn't learn at least three things from. And um, I think I'm slowly but surely building up a community. Right now, I'm at 220 followers. There you go. You know, I was like at... Uh, 85, not even that. I think it was like a 50 when I first mm-hmm. started, but then now it's just slowly but surely growing. Mm-hmm. And um, the cool thing is, not to ramble too much, but I had my high school reunion, shout out to Central 270, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was like two weeks ago, and like everybody I spoke to was like, oh yeah, man, your podcast is dope. So it kind of just showed me like, yo, people may be listening and mm-hmm. tuning in that may not reflect on like social media or anything like that. And it was it was just an awesome feeling. Yeah, that's it was just an awesome feeling. That's such a good point. Um, and it's something I want to circle back around to, but you know, just about the point about staying consistent with it, and you never know who's really listening. You never right? know how many people are out there really engaging with you because once again, podcasting is very new, and the analytics on it, being able to pull like hard data on what's really going on, you got to pull it from like five different sources. Yeah. And once again, if you don't have the time to do it, you might start looking at certain metrics and say like, oh, you know. Based on the followers, I don't think I'm doing great. Yeah. You know, or based on yeah. today's downloads, it doesn't seem like it's a hot day. But then, once again, when you're running into these people now, you're hearing them saying, like, hey, man, that episode you had on X, Y, and Z, or that person you talked about, like, a couple weeks ago, right? I texted you. I was like, bro, this episode you had with this person was dope. Like, yeah. you guys are really, like, dropping some, like, yeah, real, like, gems and knowledge that. on yeah. you. Like, this is such a good conversation. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you just having the conversation, you start building your community. You start building your 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 network and you never know where it's going to be right mm-hmm. like that's one thing we talk about all the time where are you going to be a year from now two years from now five years from now mm-hmm. right if you keep doing it right if you right. keep building your voice keep building your influence in your in your field mm-hmm. right and just keep growing from there so yeah but to circle back around you know with starting out what would you say is 
you want you, you touch on a few different things, but what would you say is the biggest challenge that you're facing like right now? Uh, the biggest, honestly, mm, huh. this is sound real sensitive. I think um, the biggest challenge now is personally like not seeing the support from those close to you. Mm. When you see them support other people that might be doing the same thing in your immediate circle. So I know it sounds kind of petty, but it's 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 disheartening. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I told you about this on our episode yeah. near my show, but um, for the listeners out there, I had I had an experience that made me want to quit. Where um, a friend of mine had shared another friend's podcast, just a hey, check it out, da 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 da, and I was like, bro, I've been you know like doing this for like almost a year now, mm-hmm. and you have never, you know, and I'm not one to like ask, but I, I I'm off the uh, I operate off the principle. If you're my friend, I automatically support what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If it's for you know your self improvement and what it is you really want to do, I don't care what it is, gotcha. you know. So every time this person you know did anything, always shared it, always liked it, you know. What I mean, always, 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 and even referred their business to people. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of hard to see that, but then it made me realize an important lesson too which is that a lot of times the people closest to you may not be uh consumers of your product which is okay because a lot of my friends do stuff that i'm not consumers of their product but liking and sharing is free you know what i mean yep. so that's a story for another day but um it also um put into perspective for me that people align themselves with those that they perceive as winning and that's what hurt me so this person that they share had like way more. I'm talking like mm-hmm. tens of thousands of followers. So I was like, all right, it will, you would look a lot cooler sharing this person who has that following because you think their success is your success. By association, but, yeah. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like, but who wouldn't want to, you know, be at the beginning stages of something dope? Because mm-hmm. I personally feel like I have something dope. But that's, I mean, not to cut you off there, mm-hmm. but I think that's. That's a very real point, right? For I think yeah. anybody who's in the creator world, the just being creative and trying to put something out there, right? That you, once again, like you, it's what you consider your art. Mm-hmm. And you go through these humps in the roller coaster, right? Where initially you think, oh, my family and friends should always support, you know, and should always repost everything because they repost everybody else. Everybody else's stuff. So why aren't they doing it with me, right? And mm-hmm. then you realize, like you're saying, bro, there's like, what, seven point however many billion people? in the world why am i concerning myself with 10 right 20 people and i think at the end of the day sorry to cut you off but it's just i wanted to piggyback on that mm-hmm. um for anybody that's out there that's honestly the hardest thing like i don't care about anything else like i don't care about oh well what about the money to put up for xyz what about um how you're gonna get your guests like that's honestly that's the easy part but i think the hardest realization is that let's say you have four friends and, you know, when you think about, like, support and things like that, like, mm-hmm. the reality is, is that you can't depend on those four friends, even though you should. I think you should. But you might get one. So, <clears throat> if, if you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. the one person that, like, upset you, right? Mm-hmm. It, it felt petty. Did you ask them to share your content? No. Have you ever asked them? No. Because I, I, cause I do when I post it. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, please like and reshare. Like, mm-hmm. no, please like and share. Just generally speaking. But um, I don't ask people specifically. That's a why? really good point. I'm happy you brought that up. Albert. Yeah, why? So that's a great question. If so, you're proud of your content mm-hmm. and, and it, it's great, what you're doing is great, why? So for me, when I went into um, creating this, that's actually a really great question. When I went into mm-hmm. creating this, it's for me, it's like 
I wanted to see the people that would do it just off the strength of, you know, how dope it is. Cause I say this, cause I look at it like this, right? Um, this is like one of the few times I'll compare myself to like, you know, a big person, whether it's like a entertainer or a fellow mm-hmm. podcaster is that they don't ask people to share and things like that because not only because they have a big platform, but they know that there's people that's dedicated and loyal that will do it off the strength. And I do have a few people that do that. Mm-hmm. Like, like I have like three people that do it all the time. So my thing is, is like, and it's also a reciprocity for me too, if you're my friend. Now, now if it's like a complete stranger, I will ask because it's like, you don't know me. But like, if you're my friend and it's like, you saw how often I supported you and even came out of pocket to support what you had just off the principle. It should be like based off of our relationship. I'll share it. Mm, I think that's not saying it's right. Not saying it's right. Like, cause I'm still growing. I'm not saying it's right. No, listen, I mean, I kind of had those thoughts too, where it's just like, you want to have these like thoughts in your mind where you believe people should be just mm-hmm. doing things just based off of certain principles or just morals. Mm-hmm. And once again, we realized that the more you get into it, it's just not real. And it's just it, not, it's it's not even that it's not real. It's just not top of mind. It's yeah. like, and it all. shouldn't be. And, the yeah. thing, and like you said, you talk I mean, about like bigger influencers, bigger people. I think even after a while, they realize, right, that if mm-hmm. you want to continue to scale and grow, and that's that's the difference, mm-hmm. I think, between just starting something and saying, okay, I want to make this for my close group, for my initial community, right, mm-hmm. which is just friends and family, my, my sphere of, of people there. You can do certain things, but after a while, you have to, ingr- like, build mm-hmm. certain strategies, certain tactics mm-hmm. into it like that. And there's certain things like I wrote down here that I know Albert does, right? Or that I'll do like religiously because it will trigger it. Like, yeah. like what they call a call to action, right? Yeah. Because you need to get people prompted and saying like, hey, do this right now, right? And it kind of sounds aggressive. It kind of like we were joking about like hard sales in the beginning, yeah. but it is a sale, mm-hmm. right? And that is one thing like Albert is great at sales, right? Not just because of product knowledge or all these things, but if you want something, he's going to ask you for mm-hmm. it, right? If it's, hey, we need to get this guest on. Okay, cool. I'm going to reach out to him. It don't matter how many followers a person got. It doesn't matter how much money they got. Oh, yeah. We I don't ask, care what yeah. you do. Ask everybody, yeah. right? And that's one thing that over the years of just being friends, like I've learned that from mm-hmm. him, right? I was talking about doing my sales at LA Fitness. Like I got that job because of him. Mm-hmm. Just asking questions, right? Yeah. Just being like, yo, he called me today. Yo, are you are you free right now? There's a job open, blah, blah, blah. He came mm, down cool. that day. That's came down awesome. that day. That like, afternoon. That's hunger, man. I, I, but, I like that. But that, like, hunger, it's, like, contagious because then you realize it's, like, I got to have that same energy, right? So it's, mm-hmm. like, okay, go in. What do I got to do? Boom, boom, boom. Same thing when it comes back to podcasting, mm-hmm. right? It's just, like, you have to – and being, you know, just you right now, you not having a team yet, it's – you have to play multiple roles, right? You yeah. have to almost play different – like, if you're casting your own show, it's, like, okay, I have to be the salesperson. Mm-hmm. I have to be the marketing director. I mm-hmm. have to be the – customer service mm-hmm. so what does a salesperson have to be like mm-hmm. what personality does this person have to have they can't be the person who is gonna wait for people you know to support my show yeah. and then say like oh hey i'm just supporting. and then you always just thank them sometimes you have to say like okay let me spend an hour two hours a week right map it out in your schedule and say when am i going to take time to actually mm-hmm. prospect and reach out to people share with them a piece of my content and say hey would you remind reposting this or hey i'm not sure if you uh hey we haven't talked in a while but i just wanted to reach out see how everything's going start a little conversation like that and they might even ask you about your podcast yeah from there they might share something right or you just come right at them and be like hey listen just dropped an episode not sure if you ever checked out my podcast want to see if you'd be interested in you know this so go ahead and check it out yeah so that's actually a great point and that was something we spoke about when you hopped on my show that's something i am like going to do but i just want to follow up with like 
after that experience that almost broke me, like mm-hmm. I got to the point where I was just like, I don't care. Like, exactly. it, it's like, I, I, I love what I do. Um, I love what I do. And I love the, um, the impact that it's having on people. So there's one person. Another thing too, I learned, um, and I'm going to save it for when we do like the, the content mm-hmm. recommendation at the end. But what I've been learning is that everything is always twofold. So like when there's a bad experience, a good one is about to come. Yeah. So I want to say like a week after that, like a really good friend of mine, uh, actually a best friend of mine, um, who's been like an avid supporter of the show since literally day one, like day one. There you go. Like day one. Um, I had an episode with, I had an episode with Izzy mm-hmm. and um, he sent me this long text message. My friend he sent me this super long text message and he was like, yo, that episode you had with Izzy, really like he was like it saved my life and he said i was going to give up on you know fighting he's he's like in a very what he was i'm sorry Mm -hmm. in a very tumultuous situation with the mother of his child and she was like kind of like extorting him Mm -hmm. uh with the child you know what i'm saying extorting the child with um extorting the child to kind of get back and whatever and he got to he was at the point before the episode where he was just like you know what like i'm not about to you know further complicate my dark situation I was going to fall back but he said that episode I had with Izzy was the one that he was like yo like that made me want to fight even harder and he's like you know I mean no offense but like F his baby mom like, she's really a terrible person but um, he he's flourishing now has a very you know consistent um, you know consistent access to his daughter now and then that was the moment where I was just like you know what like in my mind, like I know I have other listeners, but in my mind, I'm like, my friend needs this content. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like in a weird way, like and I told him that too. I was like, bro, like you save the show. So it's like now, you know, not that I'm not gonna do that stuff because mm-hmm. I really think, you know, that's what you have to do, you know, I consider like an owner of a business. But in my mind, like when I like don't feel like putting out an episode, I don't feel like doing anything, I'm like, Man, my friend needs this this week and then you know, like in a weird way, like I do it for all my listeners, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I at least need to do it for him. And that's, that's the thing, right? That's, that's such a, such a solid point. It's just yeah. like, if you can find those few people and we talk about a few of our listeners in the community, mm-hmm. you know, and they know who they are because like you said, they are like people who are constantly checking in, constantly mm-hmm. tapping into the show. And sometimes it's almost like you're talking directly to yeah. them. Yeah. 100%. Right. And you know, it's like you can start creating content, right? But it's like we start creating content directly positioned toward this person. It's like, hey, I know this person's going to like this. Mm -hmm. And they probably like once again, think about it. It's a huge, it's a big world. Yeah. There's probably at least a hundred other people like them across the world. I just feel the same and care about what they like as much as they would like. like You had a conversation with Izzy. Shout out to Izzy. We got to get you on the pod. Yeah. He, he's I a know, great guest, know, by the way. Bro, I know how Izzy is a deep person. Right? Yeah. And he can touch yeah. on certain topics that, yeah. just about life that I know that people will love to hear. And it's, and people need that, right? Yeah. Like, we've had certain conversations just about like friends, life, right? And it's just like you sometimes don't realize what other people are going through. And mm-hmm. that's what one of the gems about a podcast. Yeah. You can really tap into somebody's show and be like, wow, I didn't listen. I didn't know somebody else was going through this. I didn't know somebody else overcame mm-hmm. this. Right, it's the same thing Stu was saying. It's like you might have certain beliefs in your mind about why you can't like get to another place, but you just hear how somebody else did it. You hear their journey. And it's just like, huh? Yeah. All right. Let me look at this a different way. And that's actually what inspired the 
creation of the podcast, mm-hmm. you know. So, so Dikembe asked how, like, how it's going. What is the basis of the podcast? So, for people right. who don't know. So, for the people that don't know, um, the name of the podcast is "It Is What It Is," mm-hmm. and everybody over the course of life has at least said that at least a million and three times. My mom says it all the time. Right. Literally all the time. So She's like, like Max Holloway. You know Max Holloway? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's a UFC fighter and that's oh. like his saying. Oh, it okay. is what it so, is. Yeah. It just is what it is. My mom says it all yeah. the time. So for me, I like a lot of times, you know, when people traditionally hear that saying, it's almost as if they're like just giving up. Like, oh, it is what it is. Like, you know, like, mm. you know, but what I realized is like, you know, when I really started to look at, you know, the people that, you know, I admire, there's all I realized there's a critical moment in all of their lives and all their journeys where it was like they made that shift. You know what I mean? And even if it wasn't just celebrities and things like in our everyday lives, like we've all had that moment where it was just like we made that shift from doing like for example like we were talking about you know before we started the show like you know you had a a very crappy job Mm -hmm. well what was that shift that you had that made you go from that crappy job to a better job so um my shift was i had a very 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 crappy job like it was just affecting every level of my life in a negative way Mm -hmm. so i remember i was um I was I used to deliver paint. <laughs> so I was in the truck one time. I was on stuck on traffic in ninety five and I was like making like uh mind you, I had just moved out and um I was like making like twelve bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I get back and I was tax time. So I got my W two. I I did not realize I was only making twenty two thousand dollars a year. Yep. Damn man, you could have made more Chick fil A, bro. I, so and, well, depending and, at the time, who knows? Because yeah, once this, again, income only just started going up. Oh, that's well. Yeah, no, yeah. I think Chick Fil A always has, has been paying top dollar. Yeah, they've always been paying top dollar. And ironically, there's a Chick Fil A mm-hmm. across the street. I'm from, just, I'm just saying, like, shout yeah. out to Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Chick Fil A, food, dude. Yeah, like, shout out to yeah. Chick Fil A. You're so much struggling. Like, yeah, like, I remember you get free like, food, <laughs> and you make probably like I think it's like 35 on average. Yeah. a year. So, so that's like 15 I, an hour. Yeah. So I, and then I looked at my manager. I was like, Yo, where's the rest of my money? Yep. He was like, oh, that that's what it is. I was like, I'm only making $22,000 a year. So I don't want to get too religious, but shout outs to God, because statistically speaking, that's poverty. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I was uh, living at, I was living on my own. I had roommates and stuff like that. And then I was, um, and I just like had that moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like if I stay here, this is what it's always going to be. But I don't want it to always be this way. So now, mind you, I was comfortable with the job at the end of the day, but I didn't realize what my comfort was costing me. So I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? Like, it is what it is. Like, Mm. if I stay here, this is what's going to be. So I accepted my current condition. I was like, yo, it's a sucky situation. Like, there's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. But once I was able to fully accept it, I was like, okay, cool. This is where I'm at now. So what do I have to do to get out the situation? And then that's when the shift happened. And I said, everybody that has done anything great, you know, whether it's, you know, be a good parent or have a, be a good partner, be that great teacher, whatever it is, every, or, you know, a super successful real estate agent or mm-hmm. super, super uh, successful real estate investor. Everybody had that moment where it was just like, all right, it is what it is. So what am I going to do to get out the situation or better yet? What am I going to do to better the situation? And, um, it only comes with that moment only comes when you just accept your situation for what it is. Like, don't try to make it any deeper. 
is is just it is what it is. Can, so so <laughs> can I can I touch on why clip I, that up for you? Yeah, that was that was nice. I got to clip that sender right oh, to stop you. It. That's a marketing piece right there. Stop for it. You got to run that for the next four four weeks. Yeah. So what I so what I think is yeah what I think is and what I've mm-hmm. always thought like I said my mom says that all the time mm-hmm. but there's two ways that she says it mm-hmm. and I think that the title of that show has two separate ways to look at mm-hmm. it, right there's few things that have two complete outlooks mm-hmm. you could view it as damn it is what it is man like mm-hmm. super negative mm-hmm. or something horrific could happen and you could look at it glass half full and be mm-hmm. like it is what it's it is just, move on real. so I think it's cool that like that's the basis of your show Appreciate because you're that. always looking at it glass half full now yeah after you had that moment, like, damn, down on yourself, it is what it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or, it is what it is, man. Let's go. Move I, forward. And I appreciate that. And that's, um, and it's crazy. It, it kind of ties with one of my favorite movies of all time, Fight Club. Damn. Um, one of my one of my favorite. I, honestly, I watch it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> like, for the past three years, I watch it every that's night so, before I go to bed. That's crazy. That, yeah. That's, every single night? Every single night. I can't. No Every way. single I night. I, I'm, like I wanna, so I can't even. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something. The same movie every I night? Every single happen. night before I go to bed, I'm going to show you something. You watch the whole movie? The whole movie. Every day. <laughs> every single night. Every single. The every, whole movie. Isn't every, it like an hour and a half? Two hours. Oh, I, I don't feel like logging in, but like I have. You just put it on or just like. Like yeah, you watch it, watch it. Probably so like passively, like watch so, it. or um, just listen to it in the background. So like fall asleep. Watch music. it, watch it, and then I also fall asleep with it. So I was going to show you guys. I actually I have that. it. I have it. Have, I have it. Download on my phone. I bought the movie. I have it. Download on my phone. I'll literally put my headphones in and fall asleep with the movie. I, I get that. So damn. Yeah. Bro, you you think you got like a Tyler Durden thing going on? So here we go. I, so that's actually <laughs> a great segue. Yeah. No, I don't. You and sure? Positive. Okay. Positive. Okay. Because one of the things um, I think and, I do. Yeah, hundred percent. That's actually going to tie into what I was going to say next. So, um, one of the things I like about saying it is what it is, it's just like relinquishing uh, the sense, not the sense, the illusion of control you think you have over the world around you. The only thing you really control is yourself. You know what I mean? So, for example, like, all right, it's out of my control that this company decides to pay me this crappy wage. But I could control myself. I could always leave. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, I could always, like, that's the thing, too. There's, like, you can always leave. Or ask for more. Or ask for more. And I did. And then they said no. So instead, yeah. And then instead of, and also saying it is what it is, it also helps you preserve your sense of self because a lot of times, like, I I would say it's like the world is out there to break you. You know what I mean? Like, it really, really is. Like, the world is out there. Yeah. The world is out there to break you. I'm sorry. That's why community is so important. The world is out there to break you. So when you say it is what it is, it's almost as if it's like, all right, cool. If that's what you think, fine. If you don't want to pay me what I know I'm worth, or better yet, if you don't want to pay me more than this, when I told you, like, yo, this is poverty, mm-hmm. all right, I can leave. Mm-hmm. And then the crazy thing is I went... I left that job. Um, I was like making twelve bucks an hour, and I jumped to a job that was paying me twenty an hour. And then they promoted me within six months, and I was making twenty five an hour. You, you know what I mean? So essentially, I made double. Yeah, it's a big change. Yeah, it's a huge. Bro, it's, and and yeah. it's life changing. Like it may not sound like a lot, but like you don't like never also underestimate what a small change could do. For example, like I was like I had my mattress on the floor for like two years when mm-hmm. I was on my own. Like, you know what I mean? And then I remember, I'll never forget, like, when I bought my bed frame and I had my first night's sleep and I wasn't on the floor, I was like, I could do anything. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. 
Bro, it's it little things. It really is the little things. Yeah, like, that thirty five dollar bed frame from Walmart changed my life. I was like, damn, I can do anything. It's, you just reminded me of something when I was at Wells Fargo, and that was that's what I was gonna bring up before about like the income thing because I remember starting there. What was that like in six years ago? And their starting rate was eleven fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. Right, and I'm sitting there, I'm just like, okay. That's still a step up, though, because the job before that, I was making $8 an hour. Yeah. FYE. Right? Flat so, top days. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, were just about. talking so about I'm that. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, you, like you're talking about, it's, it, this is up and up. Like, I can do a little bit of different things, right? I can start saving money. Yeah. Right? Like, once again, people got to realize there's a certain point where you just cannot save money. Yeah. Depending on where you're living. Right? Yeah. Like, there's, in, like, things just cost too much, so you got to be really And you creative. have to survive. You have to survive. And you reach that point where you say, like, okay, what can I do? Right? When I was there at the Wells Fargo, I was like, okay, I don't want to be at banking long term, but I know I got to mm-hmm. make enough money to be able to do these other things, right? So how can I kind of just continue to increase my income? A dollar here, you know, two dollars there. So you get one promotion, right? You mm-hmm. get another promotion. But then after a while, like you said, you are asked questions. Hey, what do I got to do to get to this position? Yeah. They give you the laundry list of tasks that nobody else has ever had to gone through, right? And then you're just like, okay. Nepotism runs the world. And then, yeah, right? So it's just like you put your people on. Because once yeah. again, you see people come in, get promoted within X, Y, and Z months, and it's just like, they didn't do any of these things. It is what it is. But they knew a couple people, yeah. right? And then that's what it is. So you, I remember sitting at the window, and I'm like, okay, I got to really start looking for some other things. Yeah. I started asking every yeah. successful-looking person that came into the bank, what do you do? mm I was like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Right. And Albert knows I ask anybody. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, what do you do? Like, how do you do this? Like, cause I just want to be able to figure out. Cause I'm like, if I can figure it out, maybe I can take 2% of that and just implement it in my life yeah. and just continue to in- increase. Right. So running this guy who's working in insurance for 20 years and man, did he say that with a smile on his face? Right. So I'm like, you remember this one? I was like, mm-hmm. okay, Bert, I'm gonna start working on my, uh, like working to get my life insurance license. He was like, all mm-hmm. right, man, you can make a lot of money. I'm like, that's what I hear. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. so it's just like you continue to like pursue these things. And it's just like even if – and the interesting thing I think, you know, like knowing your journey and like, you know, knowing my journey, Albert's journey, continue to, continuing to push forward, right, once you get to that point where it's just like, damn, this isn't going exactly how I thought it was or maybe I'm getting closer and closer, but what can I continue to do to move this forward, right? Mm-hmm. And then even when you get 50% of the way there, you're still so much further than so when you further, were yeah. a year ago, two years ago, right? Because like you're saying, going from $12 an hour to $20 an hour, it does change people's lives. Yeah. If you can manage that yeah. like well, yeah. it will 100% change yeah. your life. And then you think, okay, now that I have this type of money, what else can I do? What else can I now do because I have more time? What else is right? possible? Because I have more money. The possibilities really do become endless. And then you're it is what it is moment really starts it's snowballing and it starts elevating from there because the next time you're going to say it is what it is might be when like you're saying you're you're running your podcast now right a couple years ago you probably never even had the idea of like that you would be sitting Mm. with some of the people you're sitting with having some of the conversations yeah and then a year from now you might be sitting there with once again some type of like high level influencer and like yeah like how do i get this person scheduled or like how do i figure this out and you run into a roadblock and now that's your it is what it is moment. And once again, a couple of years ago, you would have never fathomed that. But if you didn't even start that journey, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. Yeah. Right. So and you're on a new journey now. Right. Like transitioning into the you're still uh, are you still part time right now or full time 
in the real estate world. Oh, man. I don't even know if I'm part-time. <laughs> I'll even say seasonal, man. Right. This joint is hard, man. It's, it's tough, man. It's hard. Like, yep. It's worth it, though. I'm sorry, Albert. Do you have a question? I don't. I'm sorry. Your yeah. eyes lit up. I was like, he has a question. No, no, no. <laughs> he, does he does that a lot. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah, that. Yeah. I'm going to call yeah. him the Albert eyes. I think eyes. there's so much going on up top, <laughs> Okay, man. take your time. That's why we take notes. That's yeah. why if you want to revisit the Fight Club point, we can believe that. Well, that's me. You know me, so you never know what role I'll tie. I'll tie. I want to tie up that loose end at the end when I um, bring up mm-hmm. the content recommendation or your yeah. or your stance on DC, which we also have to. Oh, get well, well, that, how about this? Can he we, also isn't over okay, that. Okay, how about this? Can we talk about that after this point? Go ahead. Man. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, um, so as I said earlier, I just started in real estate, and um, I will say for me, um, how I got into that was I had my it is what it is moments. I actually work property management now. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw all the work that I was doing, well, yep. still doing, and I was just like, something doesn't feel right mm-hmm. about this. You know what I mean? So um, I always wanted to be a leasing agent because I think you know, I'm a great salesperson. Mm-hmm. I love the property I worked at and all that good stuff. And then I remember one time I kept seeing like people's referral source, like real estate agent, real estate, real yep. estate agent. So I was like, yo, how come there's so many people like, you know, real estate agents bringing them here? Oh, yeah, no, sometimes realtors find them the apartments here. And I'm not going to lie. So the people that the real estate agents were referring to were like crazy successful people. Mm-hmm. Like, and the thing is, too, like, one of my favorite parts of my job is like, I know the, the people that live there better than they do. I like, have access mm-hmm. to social security numbers and uh, their pay stubs and stuff. You really know people. Yep. Yeah, you really know people. So I was like, oh, shoot. I remember this one time I saw a guy with like an eight figure, like, Mm-hmm. In his checking account. Yep. Like, uh, checking account. Once again, like, changes your mind. Yo, like, check eight figures in a checking account. <laughs> That's so much, dude. And they come in with, like, sweatpants and a beat-up T-shirt. Yeah, but Just, then, I'm so, okay. So, this is when I, I'm going to say, this is when I'm going to, it is this moment when I say, I got to get into real estate. <laughs> so, I, I forgot his name. Um, so, he pulls up, and the thing is, he had two G-Wagons, a black one and a white one. So I was like, oh, shoot. So I first thought it was somebody from corporate. Business yeah. expenses. So he, he and then he, and um, I'm putting, doing his paperwork and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, what do you do? I'm in real estate, man. I didn't ask what he did in real estate. Mm-hmm. All I heard was real estate. And then I saw all the work I was doing. And like I said, when I saw all the real estate agents with the referral fees and everything like that. And I asked him, I was like, how much do you pay real estate agents for finding people apartments? Oh, one month's rent. One so I'm month. talking like $1,800, $2,400. If you had a penthouse, five grand. Yep. I was like, and I was like, I'm doing more work than. So um, I had left my job at property management and then I had this BS job at AT&T. Um, and that also showed me a lesson. Never quit your job on a bad day. Yep. Um, so I was studying for my real estate license and then like a lot of the stuff that I had to study for and test for, I had already known because mm-hmm. I was doing it already. So I was like, well, I mean, if I was doing all this already, I might as well get paid for it. So got my license and, um, reason why I said I'm like, I consider it seasonal. It's just, it's like a lot of work. It's a lot of money up front. I don't care what anybody tells No one tells you this. If you're Let know that. Yeah. So if anybody's in real estate. Or thinking, once, about, or thinking about it, it I, I just want to be completely honest. One, it's super duper cheap and easy to get your real estate license. Um, I got my real estate license through uh, Real Estate U. It's like okay. an online real estate school. I paid like 150 bucks, mm-hmm. and they literally gave me everything I needed to do. Uh, I needed to like pass the test on the first shot. Also, yep. my brokerage helped me pass on the first shot too. Like, they gave me like the super in depth study guide. So that's the cheap part. But when you get started, you have to pay all these fees. 
have to pay your real estate. You have to join the real estate association, the realtor association. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Which, depending on when you sign up, might range anywhere from like cost a couple hundred dollars. Right, a couple there. hundred dollars right there. Then you have to get access to the MLS system, which is multi listing service, which is another couple hundred dollars. Then you also have to pay your brokerage fees. So, um, yeah, just it's real rewarding. You learn a lot. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, I'm not lie, I haven't made a sale yet, but it's just so dope being able to tell people you're a real estate agent because <laughs> it just opens up so many doors for networking and business opportunities. It's like telling people you're a podcaster. Yeah. Between being a podcast and real estate agent, it just opens up so many doors for conversation. Like I already feel like the most interesting man in the world when I tell people that. <laughs> Damn. You know, like, that. yeah. It's no wonder like, you and the camera hang out so much. Yeah, oh, man. man. That's so, talk about that's so fun. Yeah, it's real so. Estate, real estate and podcasting. Because it's like, Believe it or not, like a lot of people don't think about doing those things. That, bro. you know, or sticking with it. I'll say, or sticking with it. I think that's the thing. That's, and I think that's the point that we're starting to realize, right? That there's a lot of people who have the title, right, of real estate agent, but there are a lot of people who haven't figured out the business side of things. Everything's and, a business. Everything is a business. You I, know, for me, like transitioning into once again, like going full time this year in real estate, you realize that that is one of the hardest parts of the learning curve. Yeah, right. Is trying to not just do this on a transactional basis like some people try to come out the gates and do it, but really setting up the systems in place yeah. to have a business, right, and to learn along the way. And that's why it's um, difficult for me right now. It's it's like, it like you time. said, it takes time. Yeah. And um, when you look at everything in life as a business, mm-hmm. it it shows, it, honestly, it kind of humbles you, shows you not to underestimate things you're about to get into, whether it's a job or whether it's an actual business, whether it's content creation, or honestly, even relationships. Yep. You know what I mean? If you look at everything as like, yo, because a business is a set of systems to garner profit, not mm-hmm. revenue, but profit. Yep. You know what I mean? And if you look at everything that you do that you want to take seriously as a business, it, it just makes you realize how much more thought you got to mm-hmm. put into things. And, um, yeah, so if you just apply that to everything, it just allows you to look at things at a much deeper level mm-hmm. than most people wouldn't. And that's the thing. Like, I know just based on some of our conversations, you know, and, like, things that, you know, like, I've – anything that I'm learning, right, like, I automatically, like, I'm sharing with you. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing this, right? like, that's why you my man. Albert, right? you my man, too, after, <laughs> right. after we sell our DC Marvel beef. I just don't understand. <laughs> you know what, man? I'm sorry. I have to. I have to play host, man. Yeah, you're right, I, I, Albert. I really, I really, really want us to be friends, man. So, so let, let, let's throw it on the table, I man. What, what you got for me? No, man? What you got for so me? So before we got on the air, <clears throat> I'm a big Marvel buff, and I, it's not that I'm biased, but he that is Jared, a bias. you're definitely biased. Jared, definitely. yeah, Jared straight up said that he feels that DC is better than Marvel, and that is, mm-hmm. and there's just no way to feel that talk way from from a, a movie review agree. standpoint. Yeah, we you can't agree. About I also don't agree. What but can we talk okay. about? I'm ready. I'm ready. So uh, which move? Let's start with. Yeah, which I got, top listen, two. you guys are let's my Wing Chun post right now, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm this ready. This is gonna be early content uh, transition. Yeah, it is. It what is. What is your top two DC movies that you would even bring? To the, to, table. The, to the table. To the table. Yeah, if they had to know. fight, if it's Fight Club, right? Really you got to bring a DC movie. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna walk into the room and he's gonna fight uh, any Marvel movie. Okay. Man, he, we might have to set up a bracket. Yeah. Uh, okay. Even so like one of the X Men, he's gonna fight. Okay. Like, who, so are, 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 so are we talking? Okay. Actually, are we talking actually, the actual movie? One, are we talking the actual movie, movie or the he, or the hero? Let's okay. Just stick with the movie. Okay. Oh well, the hero. I'm gonna say Superman destroys everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because Kryptonite doesn't exist in Marvel, but we'll talk about that later. Professor Xavier might catch him with the mind games. But um. All right, so Dark Knight, of course. Uh, fair. And okay. Watchmen. 
I'm telling you, Watch okay. Watchmen. I'm not like Watchmen is now. I'm a huge, huge Batman fan. Now I didn't. Now Spider Man is my favorite hero. But when I, when I grew up to being an adult, mm-hmm. um, I realized how like dope Batman is. Yeah, I like get that I, I realize how dope Batman. Dark is. Knight Rises is in my top five. Yeah, hundred percent. It's, it's in so, everybody's top. Yeah, five. so Dark Knight and um, Watchmen. And honestly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go as far as to say this: Watchmen is the greatest superhero movie of all time. Oh man, listen, it, it's the oh, greatest superhero movie of oh, all time. I don't know, but I That's mean, so from definitely bad, bro. To say. No, it's the greatest superhero movie. of it's all It's good. Time. It's this, definitely really good. The thing about the dark DC movies, and that's the thing. There's like a. There's like two halves to me, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. I when they go dark, they knock it out the park. Yeah, like Watchmen is incredible. Suicide Squad two was dope. I I enjoyed Suicide Squad two, even yeah, though the reviews didn't say terrible. It. The first I hated the first one, but the As second one. Have. Well, we we don't waste time with the critics. We're, okay, we're no, the critics. because oh, yeah, the second I love all one. The Fast and Furious movies. We're the critics. I don't I don't delve into. Jared, what's critics. up with your face, man? We, we yeah, don't have to cut the podcast so short. <laughs> Jared, get out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Did Sorry, y'all. I had to take my headphones uh, off. We don't that disrespect one. Fast and Furious. I stopped yeah, after Tokyo cool. Drift. What you mean? What? That was the best. Bro, but, 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 but let's let, let, let's seven. That was the it is what it is moment. Let's stay. Let's stay focused. Let's stay focused. DC versus Marvel. It is what it is moment of the series. All right, we're staying. Fo- we're <laughs> yeah, staying focused. That's another episode. That's another episode. So so Dark Knight agreed. On Dark Knight could step in the arena with probably every Marvel movie, other than probably Endgame, Infinity War, Civil War. Avengers, Civil War is okay. Civil War is great. Civil dude. War, Civil War is great. Yeah, Dark Knight can definitely step in the arena yeah. and and knock some of them out. But that's it. That's it. That's all DC's got, I, bro. What are you gonna say, Green Lantern? No, 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 no. <laughs> that so, was wh- honestly the worst. <laughs> that was that was the worst movie that has ever come out. Really, Green Lantern, like the original one with um Ryan Reynolds. No, yeah. I know, I know. I'm trying Blake. to think. No, I'm trying to. Think I don't think there was a worse superhero movie that came out other than Green like Daredevil. Uh, Oh, with Ben, with Affleck. ben Affleck. Damn, I forgot. I tried every, to every, everybody. Why would you no, no, better, better, no, better, 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 no, not Daredevil. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Colin Farrell's Bullseye was actually kind of cool character. He, I was, hey, I was gonna. Ben Affleck, bro, come on. Yeah, Ben Affleck that. was a bad Daredevil, not a bad Batman, though. Oh, I'm gonna say Jennifer this. I am gonna say a word that's not a word, but I'm gonna tell you a worse movie than Daredevil. Okay, Electra. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Electra was that spinoff was freaking terrible. Nobody asked for and the, it. But but once again, I'm gonna say this. This is why I like DC better than Marvel because Marvel traps people in crappy contracts. Um, who was was it? Who was it? Who who's Jennifer uh, Gardner? Was, was it Electra? She played yeah. Electra. Okay, yeah, she, played Electra. she was in a. Um, I think she was in a two year Marvel movie deal after she was in Daredevil. So okay. she owed them another movie, and she didn't want gotcha. to do it. But that was her forced movie. God, that was her forced. That I, was her I forced movie. No, Marvels like turned out some bad movies. One hundred percent. Look at look what they the, did. Michael next. B. Jordan one Fantastic oh, Four was terrible. Damn. But what about look at um? Damn, damn, damn. The X Men series and all the different changes they've had to do. Well, a bunch of them were dope. Yeah, yeah. X Men, X Men one through three. Like honestly, like that was like my favorite Marvel. Yeah, oh, and that's the bridge scene with Magneto. Oh my god, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah, but like all the different Wolverine having to kill them, trying to like reinvent it like over and over and over, trying to like reintroduce stories. I'm just like, let's just keep this going. Like what they did with the Wolverine story. Right, like how they like built that. Yeah. Out. It's a great movie. I'm like, if they could just continue to do that and, and then build out the full X Men cast, and that would that would take up 20 years of content right there. Would. Listen, Marvel, if y'all need some help, call us. We're content creators. And can we, I tell you what? Can this? I tell you what stopped it though? Iron Man. That yes, it's yeah, for, yeah, good, for good reason. For good reason. For good it's reason. All contracting. Not, not not even just that, but Iron Man. This is why I say the pivotal moment with. Um, this is why I think Marvel is actually kicking DC's butt right now in the movies. 100%. Is because. 
I think they were trying to put everything on the Dark Knight series. Mm. They were trying to put everything in the Dark Knight series. But the thing is, even though I think the Dark Knight series was the um, all three of the Christian Bale Batman movies were great and awesome in their own rights. There, like, there was not one bad Christian Bale Batman movie. No, no. But the thing is, is that they haven't had that movie yet to set it off. Iron Man was that moment. Well, yes. first Blade. Because we gotta give it Wesley Snipes for bailing Marvel out when they're about to go bankrupt. <laughs> but but yeah, Iron Man was that shift where they're like, oh f word. Can I curse yeah. on here? Yes. Okay. Uh, like, oh fuck! Yeah. Like we got something here. Yeah. And then it just snowballed. Iron Man changed Albert's and, life. Yes. And, no. No. Seriously. And I think <laughs> I think I read somewhere is that that's when they started the 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 Marvel universe. Yeah. The guess. MCU. Yeah. yeah. The MCU. We so, were talking about that with Lorenzo, right? Like the different phases and yeah. that out. And then and then all except the um except Captain America's uh origin one that one was terrible. Yeah, yeah, back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking compared, back, I hate that. Yeah, Batman. compared to other ones, because Iron Man. Back, watch that again, and it's just like it's, it's, a, it's a bad movie. Hell? I saw it in well, theaters. It's the first chronologically in the order. Yeah, but the first Iron plays Man plays a pivotal dope. role. The yes, first so. Iron Man was crazy. Yeah. Thor one was crazy. It, yeah, oh, Thor, Thor one, one was crazy. The second one was real bad. Dark Listen, World was real bad. Dark, Dark World was. I'll say <laughs> my top two: Black Panther. Yeah, no kidding. Listen, I saw that movie three times. Yeah. <laughs> in theaters. Uh, Unfortunately. Can, can I, just, can can I touch on something real quick? Go for it. You just raised a point that I had actually never thought of, and I consider myself a nerd also. The Dark Knight put so many eggs in the Heath Ledger yes. basket. Yes. And yes. no one even acknowledges that. Mm-hmm. And if Heath were still around... It will probably been like three Joker movies. That, 100%. Three, three Batman versus he Joker was prob- movies. He, yeah. he was Damn. definitely more of a crazed character than any other character in the MCU still has is. ever yeah. been. The Joker. Yeah. Still yeah. That role was insane. It was. Because think about it. The Joker does hold so much notoriety around it, right? Like, look at what happened. Well, the movie, the Joker movie, I... The Joker movie was phenomenal, man. It's... Joaquin, uh, the, the Joaquin Phoenix one? Oh, yeah. That was a phenomenal like, movie. But now I'm saying, like, now with the next version of it, right, where you see Jared Leto, Jared Leto taking, yeah. taking the role I'm happy they gave him a second Joker. shot. I'm happy they gave him a second shot. I don't, he's not going to be... I know he's not he's the, in the newest ben Batman Affleck coming. One. Yeah, he's in the Ben Affleck one, but I think they're going to use Joaquin Phoenix for the Robert Pattinson thing. They have to. That's the, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, how do you keep... Where's the consistency in the storyline, so, right? So there's so many different people. I think... Yeah. So this is where I think, DC, if you're listening, please... Please, please. Send us a contract. Right. All three of us. DC has yet to have that set it off. Well, Dark Knight would have. Dark Knight would have. They'd want it to. The whole world was ready. Kept Mm -hmm. the Joker alive. Bro, they were going to make money. They were going to make money. Yeah. So, RIP Heath, but he passed away. But another another thing that's holding back DC is this. We have yet to have a great Superman movie. I'm so happy you brought it up because from Man of Steel to where we are now. Yeah. And, listen, and Batman versus Superman was some consistency. Henry Cable, like, listen, he's great. Superman. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, like, we when just, I think of Superman, I think of him. 100%. Me too. Like, like, if yeah. I saw him in person, I would I'm be a little Superman. hesitant. I'll be like, listen, I know you could do some shit with your Yeah, no, yeah. we like, need. Little, I'm telling you, we if we get a dope Superman movie, it's over. I think, though, but you touched on it earlier. I don't know if it was on the podcast or before we started talking. I think, though, it's hard to do that. It is. Because they made such a like omnipotent character that how do you set it off? Like, you, you know what I mean? I don't mean? know how you... Like, a Superman movie, first off, like a great one would have to be... They would have to go through the production 
quality that they did for Black Panther. I agree. They need to take the time to build out his world, to build out I his agree. entire story, to do everything. And they need and, Marvel to help out with the CGI. And give, no, they, just give, no, just give DC Zack Snyder. Help, no, I think they just need to give they, Zack they, Snyder they, open role. Just, yeah, just do whatever he wants Unlimited to do. budget. Like, I really feel like they're like, yo, Zack, here's an open check, yes, bro, what whatever saying. it is you need. Because DC really does need help with the Wait, CGI. You know I'm yeah, happy you brought Marvel that up because in. that's, I think that's another part where Marvel kind of took off is where they started getting that Disney movie. Uh, yeah. Disney money, yeah, bro. It's no money. budget. Like right? it's when no Disney budget. Said, okay, we're gonna buy you out. First off, d- that had to be one of the best deals and b- best buyouts of the past twenty years. Yeah, 100%. the return that they've had is it's kind of like when Google bought YouTube. The revenue that they make now on a yearly basis from Marvel is ridiculous. Bro, Endgame alone grossed like two point six. That's what I'm. Yeah, no. Endgame, Endgame is my favorite like Avengers movie. There you go. Of course. There you yeah. go. Now you're talking some sense. Yeah, We're Endgame. a little worried about you. No, 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 no. Like, little, I love Marvel. Like I said, like Super uh, Spider Man was like my favorite. Still, mm. still is. Um, shout out to Toby. But um, okay. What's yeah. it called? Um, yeah, no. It's just I think DC is trying to when it comes to the movies, it's like this. If you want to do it the Marvel way, you got to put out the Marvel money. And yes. that's the, that's what they're not doing It'll right come now. Back. But I think I'll tell you this. I have an idea of how they can make a dope Superman movie is that they'll have to build up to it. Okay. But I think what they should do is like, all right, the Batman movie um Make another good Wonder Woman movie because the second one was trash. Oh, first one was all, all first one was awesome. Though. One of it their was, best movies. It was forgettable, but it was good though. Like, yeah, it was. Good. It, it's one that I will watch again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the second um, one was trash. And second then one, yeah, I was mad. But inside, if they kind of like, I didn't finish it actually. I didn't finish the second one. Oh, that sucks. I, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Cool, but it's terrible. Was trash. But and I feel like if they put like bits and pieces of like building up to like a Superman yes. movie, oh, it'd be crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, it'll be crazy. Little like sneak peek. After the in the Zack Snyder cut, mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see what he one because like I love him as yeah. an actor, and I'm like yeah. okay, like now let's see what he can do with this crazy role because he goes there like he's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, he even he right. hopped on the Marvel train. That's he's Morbius. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. excited for that. But back to DC's greatness though. Before we before we switch to that, mm-hmm. but here is where DC makes up for it in other ways, which is why I still think it's a better uh, thing. Their animated movies are crazy. Yes. The yeah, animate the that. animated bro if anybody has not seen it bro there's two animated DC movies that yep. if you watch this you'll be on my side. <laughs> Justice League Doom. Yes. Joke. No, that's uh, that's a great one too. Yeah. Um Justice League Doom and Batman versus Robin. Mm. Watch those two, watch those two and follow up and we could and we could talk about it. We could talk about it. The video games are way better. We were talking about yeah, the that. video yeah because the Ark, that, yeah. yeah the Arkham trilogy was way better um, the Injustice uh, series mm. was phenomenal and even if you just played the story mode on that that was like a movie in and of itself so it's just like those are the things that Marvel has yet to do for me because I I can't tell you the last great Marvel game I played outside of Spider Man yeah Spider Man yeah. was Spider Man on PS4 that was the first Marvel game I played in a long time. I was like, yo, I I'm actually back enjoyed to, it. To PlayStation 2. I remember getting uh, the Tommy Maguire, like yeah, Spider-Man that, 2 that, on PS2. Crazy thing is, Listen, that was that was the last great superhero game Listen, I played. That was the open world just ability just, yeah. just swing around everywhere. I was like, man, being Spider-Man would be dope. It'll be dope. Yeah, because that was the that was the first Spider-Man game you found Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That was the first Spider-Man game you found Spider-Man. So um that that's why I just I think also DC shows are I think are way better. Like Titan was phenomenal. Titan is great. I Titan's love Titan. phenomenal. 
Um, Green Arrows is pretty good. I'm just not You're a big a Green Arrow fan. Arrow. Yeah, I'm a huge Arrow fan. Yeah, Arrow. Arrow. Albert dope. loves the DC shows. Yeah, I do. Like you see, you Gotham. Gotham shows. is crazy dope. Bro. Yeah, but the Marvel shows are all time too, dude. Punisher, but Daredevil. They're, they're oh, no, just picking Dare, it up though. They're no, just yeah, no. Up. Daredevil season one was crazy. Yeah. One of the best. I, I, I did all those shows. I did. I didn't like season two. Season um, two was great. Punisher was Luke. No, I'll tell you what you guys do. That's terrible, Marvel. Like black characters luke cage suck oh my gosh no no <laughs> bro luke, luke cage, cage th- th- bro that was racism bro it's just like, like the jamaican what, act oh my luke god bushmaster bro Bush no, like, when they killed who, who y'all got in this that was racist bro when ideas. they killed my character <laughs> i was really watching i was really watching the <laughs> show like who's yo writing this i was like no seriously i was like who's what who's who who's in who's in the creative boardrooms are like you know what Get, kill him off him take him out and he was the only good he was the only now um what's her name <laughs> oh my i forgot it is so true but his Bro, sister whatever what's like the other one with um damn i'm it's not like, static it so shock stupid. his name is not static black lightning was trash black lightning was trash i'm sorry black lightning was i have to put black character on a pedestal but it, this is why on a pedestal, this is why it's on I, a pedestal r.i.p chadwick but i disagree Listen, you, you can't think that was a great movie. All right, guys, it's been no. a great episode as no. always. Enjoy your first was, sip. We'll see you next week. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here, here's here's my thing. Here's my thing with Black Panther. And everybody hates me for this. Everybody hates me for this. Black. Add me to the list. Yeah, I think Chadwick did an amazing job for sure. For sure, like I, I felt like oh shoot, but I'm gonna say this when I watch Iron Man. I wanted to be Iron Man. Damn. You feel me? When he was at the press conference and he said, you know what? I am Iron Man. Bro, come on. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I wanted you had to. had an Albert moment. Yeah, like, I, I know Albert felt that. I was that. sitting there I wanted, like, I got, <laughs> bro, I got too, chills. Bro. I was like, I oh. You saw yourself at the podium like, yo, that's like, the time I'm on. But the thing with Black Panther. Now, here's the thing. I, it, 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 yeah. it, it, it definitely warranted all the success and the accolades it got. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it doesn't deserve anything. It just didn't give you that. No, and, and I get that. And, and but for and for you me, you don't get that because you want no, because I was on the opposite so, side. Oh, okay. Because I, I say, got that don't feeling relate that. when he walked out to the waterfalls and he was ready to spar for his position because somebody was challenging him. Mbaku. I, I felt that. I right? didn't. Mbaku coming down there I, trying to challenge him. Bro, and he was you wouldn't like, want to be. Like yo, he has so much money, dude. and all his people was just sitting there. The whole doing crowds little, like doing yeah, like the turtle right. shake, and he just oh, so, that was so funny. I, Ma- gonna, was that a master of disguise reference? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good call, good call. But I'm gonna say this: I have nothing against Michael B. Jordan, but I could def. It was just it was, I honestly don't like him. Really? I. You want to know why? Why? Because he's dating Lori Harvey. I don't care about that. I genuinely stopped liking him when I saw that first picture go out. Like it, it you gotta let jealousy go. To I, I texted one of our boys. I take you don't like future I anymore texted, either. Nah, nah. I texted oh, one of our boys and I was just like, Why? Who's future dating? He was, he was dating he, Lori. He he, he's the one that broke her in. He the, broke. He broke stop, her in. And this is this is what they do. Yeah. Albert. All right. <laughs> this is a, if I you, ever you get see the, them. You get the one rapper cosign. And then and then you just start and then going. you get a, and you get like a just as much just as famous or even more famous partner you you, you just and now you got Michael B. Can I tie into my I'm content just, right I'm now? Because you guys just, are getting excited. I'm jealous. Can I tie into my content I'm right. Jealous. So to spin us off, my content wreck of the week. I saw Spider Man. Is last the night. new Spider Man? Yeah, that's a that was a good segue. Yeah, it's that was a good it, segue. it's it's all time. 
is it better than everything we just talked about? Uh, it's it's definitely on par with the greats. So the what like I told you guys when I walked out of the theater, I, I sat there and I was like, damn, I don't I don't know because all the reviews like Rotten Tomatoes gave it a hundred and like all damn. the reviews, which is crazy. It's it's felt like and they're so biased tomorrow. Yeah, it's yeah, it, they yeah, are. Yeah. They're so biased. Um, but like it's fall to like a ninety seven. And I was like, damn, I don't know if this was a 97. No, I don't know. I think and now get, the more yeah. that I dwell on it, how deep some of the shit that they did, it it was all time. So, I mean, you might have to it's watch a it must, twice. It's worth buying the movie ticket. You might have to watch it twice. And movie Is it deeper than Spider-Man 2? Because I cried on Spider-Man 2, and that was as an adult. Which, wow. Wh- which one? Toby Spider-Man, or Toby. Garfield? Oh. Toby. I um, cried on Spider-Man 2 multiple times. Uh, for sure. That was the first superhero movie I cried to. Like, that mm. Spider-Man 2 with Toby, that... Th- that to me is the greatest Spider-Man movie of all time. So, oh, at the end of, uh, Endgame. oh no, or so, was this was Infinity this War? was the best so, Spider-Man movie, and I'm not going to answer any spoilers. No, 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 no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask you to do that. But my thing is, are you saying it because? Because I, I say, I say recency bias. Yeah, I call it the movie high because you know when you go Ooh. to a theater, when you go to a theater and you get the full experience. I had that with Shang Chi. Really? Yeah, 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 we had recency bias. I had it with Black Panther, but we'll talk about it in another episode. Okay. But, okay. but I call I call it the movie high. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you see it in theaters, you're excited, and it's the full experience. But um and I saw Spider Man two on bootleg and I still think it was so, I was like, So oh, what shoot. I can do then to, to speak to the quality of the movie, one of the speakers in the theater was messed up like like um Oh for real. Like busted and Damn. the audio was super muffled no and it was way. to our right side. And the movie was still that great. That's so dope. the experience so you was have dampened. To go see it again. Oh, I'm gonna go see it again. I yeah. want to see it again. I am because I am Alex. See it. Alex is like not a superhero buff, yeah. so like she did it for me. Let to me go know see if you want to go like on a Tuesday. But like I'm gonna she go right refused down the road. to stay till the end of the second credit post yeah. scene. She was like, "Can we leave?" I'm gonna go Tuesday. She like, wanted to leave during the credits. She, we, we, we saw the first post. Oh, There's okay, two. okay. Everyone okay. stay, but she didn't. She was like, "This is like ten minutes. Okay. Watch it online." Alex, if you're listening, that's just disrespectful. So, you know, yeah, she liked the but she she loved the movie okay. and she doesn't like superheroes at all. I'm I'm just so, so that's my content right. Okay, I'm just so excited. I'm gonna for the go. Batman I'm gonna go movie. next week, right down the road. If y'all want to come, either way, if y'all we should all go see Batman together. No problem for sure. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm excited to see that one. Like. That's your content wreck. Yeah, content my content wreck? wreck. The name of the movie. Okay, it's on Netflix. Was it The Harder They Fall? Have you watched it yet? Oh, he's mad. Is that, the, you black, is that the Black Cowboy movie? Yeah. Yep. It was very interesting. Is Idris Elba in that? Yeah, and I'm a big Idris Elba fan, so that's definitely my bias. Um, he was a good dead shot. I feel like they could. He wasn't dead shot. I want people to he watch did not, sorry, my, He did yeah. not play dead shot. Bro. That was somebody else. That was a different. It was a different. It was a different type of shooter character i'm so sorry i hate hate because so so, yeah suicide squad 2 what they did out with the exception of harley quinn they use all the obscure dc villains he wasn't dead shot it was somebody else i promise you somebody play him right yeah Yeah. i thought for a second there i was like damn everybody thought it was dead shot yeah everybody thought it was dead shot i I, I had to google it it was somebody else i'm sorry when i saw the trailers for i thought he was everybody yeah um i didn't mean to cut you off i'm sorry so I haven't seen, like, talked to a lot of people who have watched. I don't know anybody else who's really watched the movie, but I'm interested to hear your perspective because I got to go back and watch it again, right? Because I got to finish it. I, like, going through, like, first off, just on the the music side, I love the soundtrack that they put soundtrack on. Soundtrack was right? crazy. Like, soundtrack they, killed, crazy. they killed it. Um, I think it was produced by Jay-Z and I forget who else, but. I think, I think or, or Kid Cudi was on a song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely on the soundtrack also. But um, Jay-Z, I think, is also behind the production of the movie. Yeah. And it was 
one, I just like seeing like the, what people are able to create, right? And just yeah, like putting out yeah. there. So seeing this new experience, like you're saying, it's like all black, like cowboys in a Western movie. And it's like, I have never seen that before. Yeah. But growing up, um, my dad loves Westerns, right? So mm-hmm. like we would watch things like The Magnificent Seven, right? And like all these other movies. And I'm like, okay, let me check this out. So me and Lonnie were watching and I'm like, yo, this is, this is dope. Yeah. But then I get to where I realize we're getting towards the ending and I'm like, I, I need so much more from the story. Mm. Or I see people getting killed off and I'm just like, wait, no, 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 no. I feel like you could, there was so much more development that was just like left here. Like you can make a whole nother movie yeah. with some of these characters. And I'm just like, I, I don't, I, I didn't know how it. to like feel about it, but like going through it, it was a great movie, right? Like it mm. was really good. So I definitely recommend it to anybody who wants to check it out, watch it. But at the ending, I was still sitting there wanting more. It's like the movie with uh, Denzel. Uh, what was Which it? One? The Little Things. Um, little things bro that was the cliffhanger of all cliffhangers bro, like I'm that we talking about like, the HBO movie yeah, yeah. The one, the remember movie when we talked sucked. about that and I'm Ooh, sitting there no 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 I don't know, no, if, no, I don't know if it like, sucked it just left me that sitting there like sucked. it left Albert bro. doesn't like those movies that just leave you sitting there just no. like what why? happened no not what happened That's, why did this happen why? this was it. so dumb why it could have been amazing <laughs> the build up was so great that's it. it. That was the amazing point. cast. Yeah, that was the point. And then the stupidest ending just ever. Left you I there. thought that I thought the ending was perfect. What? I thought the ending was perfect. From a, a different eye, we see, looked at because that movie. You, we, did, we, we did. looked he at it through a different lens. Like going to like we would go to an art gallery, the three of us, and he'd see a banana peel on the wall, and he'd be like, "I feel that." No, 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 no. <laughs> I hate, no, no. I'm gonna be. I, no, I'm gonna be honest. That's another reason why I'm very critical of the, the of the. Uh, I'm a creative community because it's yeah. like I don't get a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I really, really don't get but a lot of stuff. You think little things was good? But I thought little things was great. That's the thing. Oh, you definitely look at the banana peel. No, I don't. So, but no, this is why I'm so happy we're having this conversation because I want to challenge that and get my. Contact right, but you go, this you is, go. This you is go. what I love about just like, con- like content, right? Because like, no matter like how you feel about it, somebody can have a completely yeah, different reaction. Of course. But at the end of the day, it's all valid, right? Because it's just like, well, kind of. Ours is valid. Little things suck. But nobody no, who disrespects gonna... Fast and the Furious is ever valid. Okay, exactly, so that's I ain't even going to just okay. About family. We just not. It's about family. Oh my god. Anyway, it's about family. Jerry. Anyway, we talked about principles <laughs> yeah, at the beginning. Nothing of the stronger than family. Family. That's what the F in first step stands for. You want to be in or you want to be out? Man, I want to be out at this point. Okay, we was about to get you a Nissan Skyline. So my thing with little things was this. I feel like... I feel like if you watch it, like just like any other movies, I'm going to just watch it and just like let it play Mm -hmm. and have an opinion. It's like whatever. But I feel like what I liked about the ending was... Actually, no, what I liked... My favorite buildup about the movie wasn't even about them solving the murder... It was the breakdown of Rami Malik's character, mm. like his fall from grace. Him going crazy. Him, yeah. him going crazy. And what? And the thing is, too, what I liked about it was how slowly he was becoming Jared Leto's character, switching over. You know what I mean? And then what I liked too was like how he was like pretty much like shitting on Denzel the whole mm-hmm. movie. How Denzel was the one that offered him salvation yep. when he, I think it was like the Red Bull Red, it was like a Red Bull or something mm-hmm. like that, and he like sent it to him. But it wasn't salvation. It, it was, was a gesture of salvation. And that's what I liked, and that's what I liked about it, and the things that I liked about it was, it was just the irony of the movie exactly. was what I liked about it. And it was like the person that you were like pretty much crapping on the whole freaking movie was the one that gave you that, that illusion that, mm-hmm. you know what? Don't even worry about it. it. Was him? We found it. You know what I mean. Oh yeah. And also how I, you thought Denzel was the killer too. Well, when they were like with with uh, the whole thing with the boots and stuff, yeah. that that joint was crazy too. And the way you just broke it down there, right? And what Albert touched on, right? Like the gesture of these things. Yeah. It brings it back once again. As we're talking about the title and the importance of these words, 
the little the things. little things, yeah. Because right? if you're watching the whole movie expecting, like, as we're talking about it again, as you're expecting something big or like grand to happen, you miss so much, everything. yeah. Because the whole movie really is built around the those little, little things. things. Yeah. It wasn't Damn. the best Denzel movie. Man, that just I'll say me. that. No, of yeah. course not. That just yeah. hit me. Oh no, the best Denzel movie. Come on now, Training Day. Oh, oh my God, bro. What's wrong with you? I'm bro? watching it again after this. Racism, man. <laughs> this man played Malcolm X. And Training Day is your go-to? Training Day. I watched it last week, so I'm going to get it. All right. Greatest, I got that movie right. again. Greatest Denzel movie. And this is going to be part one to, so of many. two of my content. Uh, right. Okay. Um, greatest Denzel movie. Now, I'm not like, okay, if you like Training Day, Denzel, you will like American Gangster Denzel. 100%. Movie. Bro, that is the real. That, that is, is the real, real number one. But, I think that's on Netflix still right now. So, people. I mean, I bought the movie. Go check it out. Yeah. Go check, check it out. out. But, um... Our greatest Denzel movie. Nothing beats American Gangster. That that uh, no, that's my. I'll say this, that's my favorite. Bro, Denzel. I can like once I can almost recite the scene like when he's sitting there like in the diner, right? And he's just sitting there talking to his brothers when they first come up, right? And he's like, "There's a certain point, blah 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 blah." He looks over and sees Idris Elba on his block. Yeah. Walks out. And he's Red like, top gave you the package. Just really came me my money. Twenty percent. Like, Here's the job. Twenty percent. Put it in there. He's, what you gonna do with that, Frank? Huh? That, you gonna shoot me right here, Frank? You gonna shoot me? Bow. Twenty percent. My scene was no. My scene. Oh man. When he uh, after he shot the bull and uh, at the party. Oh. My oh man. Gosh. I know that whole monologue. From now on, if you got business <laughs> with me, you talk to Hugh and Hugh. You talk to me. You got it. You Never on the phone. Got it. Albert, you see this? Is why we gotta do voice voice Oh man. No. Years. Um, oh, my favorite part is hey 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 hey. That's alpaca. That's twenty five thousand dollars worth of alpaca. You, you blocked block that shit. shit. Put the club soda on there. Too. He said, "Put the club soda on there." Simple Simon, motherfucker. From now on, if you got business with me, you talk to Hugh and Hugh. You talk to me. You got it. Never on the phone. Got it, bro. We are so that's, so, so that's your favorite Denzel movie. Yeah. We are take headed. them goddamn <laughs> sunglasses headed. off. We are so ready for Hollywood. <laughs> I don't think. So. But no, um, my favorite, my favorite Denzel movie. Favorite. No, and then uh, we got to get your real content. Right? Yeah, yeah, yep. right. Um, my. Remember the Titans. That was a great one. All right, that was my favorite Denzel movie, but the greatest Denzel movie of all time, Devil in the Blue Dress. That's the greatest Denzel movie of all time. I've never seen that. Watch it. It's the greatest. mm. It's the greatest Denzel movie. Say John Q. No, that was a great one. But um, yeah, no, Devil Devil in the Blue Dress is the greatest Denzel movie of all time. I think that one was on Netflix too recently. Yeah, and it got great on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Denzel is Denzel for a reason. Yeah, and it it was so great. If they ever do like, oh, we're gonna remake it and update the cast, no, leave it alone. Leave it the freak alone. That's one of the movies that they just have to make a digital version, put it out there, let people just. That's it. That's it. But my content wreck. Let's hear it. I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's boring. It's not a movie, but it's actually a book. I recommend books all the okay. time. Okay, recommends books every episode. Okay. He's always boring. It's always. called. It's a dense read, but it's called uh, "Thus Spoke Zarathustra," written by um, the German philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche. He, okay, did I say his name. So funny thing is, I fell into a wormhole when I was like, you know, like trying to figure because, mm-hmm. like, fight. Like I said, Fight Club is like, if not my favorite of all time. Yeah. But I read the book too. So one okay. of the things I was like, all right, this is really deep. So I, I was like, so I like researched like, you know, the themes mm-hmm. and stuff in the movie. And then um, there is a very good video on YouTube that kind of tied in how the basic principles of Fight Club there was um, a derivative of that book, Thus Spoke Zarathustra. Okay. 
And um, one of the main things, and it's kind of ties into how you said I was having Tyler Durden moment. Um, <laughs> one of the things that it spoke about, which is one of the common themes of Fight Club that I really enjoy, is that no one's coming to save you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then um, what Friedrich Nietzsche was saying was, if that's how you say his name, was his whole thing at that time of when he was doing his thing was that it was like, you know, God is dead mm. in the sense of like, yo, there's no God no more. You have to save yourself. And then there was this principle that um, throughout the book they talk about where they uh, call him the Superman. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> but they call him the Ubermensch. That's how they, the Superman is pronounced okay. in German, yeah. in German, I think. And then the concept of the Ubermensch is that it's this guy who kind of you know went through life's trials and, and made something of himself. And he comes back to inspire people to do the same thing. So... Um, that's what the book kind of talks about and also dives into the duality of like when there's good, there's bad and you just have to be able to endure it. Mm. And um, just to tie it in the Fight Club, which is also another wreck, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, one of the things I liked about the book is that it also stresses balance because in society, which is I think kind of like why I think a lot of people, if you watch Fight Club the first time, everyone wants to be Tyler Durden. Yeah. But Tyler Durden is actually the byproduct of when people just feel so lost in life that they just automatically jump to the radical like you'll burn this shit down yeah. when it's it's about balance man it's about it's about balance and accepting things as they are it is what it is mm-hmm. and just making a better sense of yourself so yeah check out the book it's really good it's boring but it's really really good what's like, it it's, called one more time um thus spoke uh zarathustra the spokes Zara Thrusher. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you guys. Um, yeah, we're going to have to definitely get the image of that one. Yeah, we're going to have to get a picture. I got you. I'll, I'll think, send it to you. I don't think we're going to spell that one right. Definitely. I, I guess I don't even think I'm saying it's the like name of the book right. people trying to uh, spell like Wayne Hoff. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne I, know Hoff. A couple, I know a couple people missed that. They're, so Yeah, yeah. but no, ch- check out check out the book. It's really dope. It's, it's really, really dope. Mm. Yeah. I like that, man. It, actually, you're talking about that book. It reminds me of... Um, the one there, Man's Search for Meaning by, mm-hmm. by Victor Frankl. Mm-hmm. It really talks about the same thing. Like you're faced with certain situations, and he talks a lot about being, um, you know, going through concentration camps and a lot of those things oh, you know, during the Holocaust. So, yeah. right, you're sitting there searching for what's the point of all this? Yeah, right. You're talking about like coming to that it is what it is moment. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you start like perceiving people, the world around you, and like how do you continue to even move forward mm-hmm. to even think that there could be yeah. a better side of this? So definitely gotta check that out. Yeah. It's dope. Uh, before we sign off. Um, how has the cold showers been going for you? You brought up Wim Hof. Listen, man, it's been um, so since we started this, people, it's been a few episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys have been doing it with us, mm-hmm. the the first time probably was tough, shocking. The next time it probably got a little exciting. Mm-hmm. After that, oh, it's different. You look forward to it. It's different. I cold wouldn't say you look forward to it, but it's kind of like with the cold shower. It's almost like you're going to supercharge yourself to do something pretty crazy right we'll so talk about it we okay. talk about going to a dark place jared and sometimes you have to create that dark place you sound right. an awful lot like batman that's that's i'm glad you say that yeah i see myself yeah getting there at one point yeah you guys see yeah some vigilantes yeah 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 night. billions you of know, dollars fighting fi- skill listen philly getting a little dark right now okay <laughs> Shoot. Need a savior all right Big time. Best. <laughs> if you guys see me with a cape hanging on the door <laughs> and just know, batman just know that the cold showers did something to you <laughs> mentally all right <laughs> one cold shower a night and then it's time to go out <laughs> so that's that's how it's been helping me albert that's but no it really does change your whole your whole mood yes it really does and it does like you talk about like a, re- a couple of weeks ago we talked to richie about you know like rpr and like the reset i think if you start layering all these things right and once again talk about like a lot of these like uh yogis and people who have been tapping in these things for years mm-hmm. you realize a lot of it starts making sense mm. 
it's just like there's a lot of uh, benefit and a lot of just mm-hmm. peace and stillness and just doing challenging things that you want to do. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And not waiting for challenges to kind of hit you in the face. It's like it's like we talk about going to the gym. I'm going to choose to go to the gym and squat some heavy ass weight today because that's going to make the next time I do it easier. Mm-hmm. And then the next time. And then when I go into my normal life, I'm not going to get pissed off at the lady across the counter who's yelling at me. Or throwing products at me, right? It's just like... No, you can't throw stuff at me, man. Yeah, that's where you got to yeah, fight him. But um, you got to go into your Wing Chun, place. baby. That's, that's it. it. Let them know, <laughs> Wing Chun. Let them know. And you got to let them it. know. It's like, you don't know what I do at night with my back kick, all right? I show up on your front doorstep looking like Batman. Oh, man. Y'all are man, funny. We got to do this again. We yeah. do, man. No, this I'm, was I'm awesome. It we was, appreciate man. it, Jared. Appreci- Listen, I, honestly, I appreciate y'all having me. This is actually the third podcast i've ever been featured on there we go so it's truly a pleasure and honor thank you for just sharing your time with me this was fun thank you for the listeners uh listening to me and also if you don't mind if i just plug my social media in real quick of course go ahead Um, i was gonna ask to sign off appreciate so please feel free to follow me on instagram at the underscore i i w i i underscore podcast and also feel free to follow me on tiktok at jared smith 54 j-a-r-r-e-d smith 54 and um, if anybody's, if you guys ever want to hop on again, my show or, you know, your listeners, if anybody has anything that they, you know, want to, you know, highlight or share, whether it's a business submission initiative or just to chop it up, just DM me on Instagram and we can set something up, man. My door is open to any and all people. Love that. Love that. You can tell you've done this before. Stop it. You can tell you're Good a speaker. Plug. Yeah. You tell you're a speaker. Yeah. Always listen, plug. Listen, baby. Always listen. Plug. Living, of, living yeah. and learning, baby. That's it. We're going to plug you in the uh, show notes. So when people listen to this, they can go right down there, scroll down, click the link and go right over to Jared's profile. Bert, what you got for us? That's it, man, Jared. Um, it was awesome. We had a lot of fun today. I did too, we really man. appreciate you coming on. We hope everyone enjoyed the conversation we had today, the, the fun we had today, because it was a good time in studio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but with that being said, as always, enjoy the first sip.